Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're from Hamilton, Ontario, and this week we're joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome. Uh, lots has happened over the past few weeks, and it took us, uh, you know, I will say the day that this happened, uh, every news feed, every social media feed was just flooded with the same information over and over and over again. So How long has it actually been? We're taking like a couple weeks look later. It's it, been yeah. a few weeks. Has it? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the firing of Bob Chapek. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he step down, quote unquote? Uh, right. Yeah. Because, Fam- they, because Disney's not going to say they fired him. Uh, um, even though that's very likely, yeah. Uh, exactly anyway, what there's happened. There's just been, um, so like it's it's just been news constantly, and it was <laughs> a little bit unbelievable. Like, do you remember? So I'm I'm usually a step behind. I'm never the first to know things. Um, I'm not aware enough, and I hadn't checked my my phone or something. And it happened to be a day where Ryan and I were both at home. Usually, I'm gone early in the morning. And um, I couldn't, I I saw the headline that he was gone. And I yelled upstairs to Ryan, like, Bob Chapek, like, Ryan, Bob Chapek has been fired. <laughs> like, I woke him up. And then I saw that he had messaged both you and I, Ryan. Uh, mm, he yes. already knew. The previous he knew the night. the night before. <laughs> yes, um, so when he, the news actually broke. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this was, like, early the next morning. But yeah. anyway. Uh, but hot I topic. Just, I was... I couldn't believe I did have like a little bit of butterflies. I couldn't believe it. Like, I just want to read this quote. Cause I sent this, the, the New York times, the opinion piece by Len Testa was about the, the leaving of Bob Chapek. Yeah. And he said, um, I was relieved to hear the news that Disney's chief executive, Bob Chapek, had been fired and replaced with the former chief executive, uh, Robert Iger. The news was also met with near unanimous celebration among my community of super fans. And I do think that exactly explains it, don't you? It was celebratory. Yeah, from from the fan (laughs) world, for sure. Are we just assuming this is how you feel, Ryan? No, no. no. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So I'm just real quick. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Len Testa is also uh, the creator and owner and proprietor of touringplans.com. Mm-hmm. So I do want to highlight that. And so I do wonder how much of that comment is also <laughs> around some of the newest implementations of DDT right. plus and how yeah, that's yeah. kind of impacted right. touring yes. plans. Because it did eat and, into their business a fair amount. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so I do wonder if there's a bit of a lens coming from, yes, for no sure. Pun intended, this Len to. To, to kind of, <laughs> you know, kind of talk about that. So I, I will say, though, yes, he's a super fan. He is also somebody who makes a lot of money yeah. um, on Disney's, uh, because of Disney. So yes. there is that kind of um, perspective to kind of think of. I, you know, one of the things that it, instantly that I thought of is when this, when he was first hired, I remember the three of us chatting and and I think it must have been you two because you two are, are you know tend to be a lot more connected in in this the kind of the business uh, realm of of Disney's in, in infrastructure. And one thing you both had mentioned was, well, Bob Chapek's going to be the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the bad guy. He's going to make all the bad decisions, and then he's going to leave. Yeah. And so I wondered, 
Is this right. exactly as we planned? Is this exactly how Disney wanted it? I mean, I'm sure Disney wanted to make more money than they did the last quarter. And, you know, and, and I, I don't have the Disney Plus numbers in front of me, but it was staggering how yeah. much money Disney Plus. It was, it was like, like almost one, one and a half billion dollars. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, I mean, it was Lost numerous countries, GDP. Yeah. You know. I, s- I still think even, so even if that was the case, even if he was planned to come in for X amount of years and just kind of mm-hmm. make those cuts and do, and do this and be the bad guy, I think that it went worse than they thought. Well, I don't they, think this was the planned well, exit. They, they extended him in the summer yeah, for three but, years. But also if there was no succession, right? No, like, there like wasn't Bob, a plan in place. Bob Iger would Correct. not be stepping back Correct. in if this right. was the timing that they had in mind. They would have been looking to get somebody else in that's true at this point so i think even if i think he probably was okay to be i think he is a very business-minded person was probably just like this is a business and and obviously had a really hard time connecting with even faking it right like even (laughs) faking that he felt like the creative side of things yeah, yeah and that he valued that but i think that uh like that it seems a little emergency procedure to have it effective immediately and that Bob Iger came in although and obviously it had been in the works for a while but apparently Bob Chapek didn't really know about it until like right yeah very very late hours I I I will say I um there were so many reasons why the fans didn't like Bob Chapek and a yeah. lot of them around like decisions he made that uh were costing more money for for guests who were who were going there um felt like he didn't really care about people who were disney fans for life uh and then a lot of like creative decisions that people were just like he's not like he's just not making really nice choices um creatively and none of those were the reasons why he got fired (laughs) right so yeah. like all the reasons why the fans didn't like Bob Chapek, none of that mattered. But the I only know. thing that mattered was that he cost the company uh, one and a half billion dollars from the stock di- prices from fell, right? and stock prices plummeted because of that. But also he is um, so Disney Tours blog. Um, they they have like really good articles, sort of all commentary on this, um, which I would recommend looking at. They're really accessible reads. Um, but he and they talk about the the Black Widow movie, um, right? That being with one Scarlett of, Johansson, yeah, so the, the fiasco that kind of happened with the what happened compensation. There, she, yeah, she was told that she would be like as part of a bonus, she would be getting or like a pay. It was out. in it was in her contract that yeah. she would get a percentage of. Um, Ticket the sales. revenue from ticket sales and yeah. that it wouldn't go like it was not supposed to go to disney plus plus and yeah. it did and it was for a fee and she got didn't get any of that so it was a really and she sued them yep um and, and it was a breach of contract but also i i think even like so fans aside i think that their company culture had to have been in trouble like just the the Ooh, yeah. the feel of the staff like like the overall morale well and we're (laughs) not to sound dire but we were just talking about this kind of um just before we started recording about how um the the labor force is really um it's really difficult to hire people and and retain talent 
these days. And Disney is such a large organization that has so many positions to fill. And and I'm quite confident that they are short-staffed, even though they've done a hiring freeze. And um, and and yeah, like I feel like they they have a hard time holding on to uh, cast members and and Imagineers. Yeah, I mean, this is just, it's so far reaching, right? Like so many different, there's so many different arms of types of employment with the Disney company. But, um, well, I just, I'm curious on like your initial thoughts. Like I was really, obviously I was really happy. No, I'm not happy at, I don't know. I don't have that much sympathy for somebody like that who makes so much money. Like yeah, this like is like an absurd like, amount of like money. Like losing yeah. this, losing this job is not does not have dire consequences on like your well-being and your family's well-being like no you're, you're got set, a 25 so it's million fine. dollar payout yeah as, so as severance so like. i don't <laughs> i don't have an issue like i don't really that doesn't really i don't think about that but um i didn't i didn't really think that it would i i didn't have any expectations for the parks i would say right like hmm. So I've been a little bit, I guess, pleasantly surprised that Bob Iger is sort of like seems to be receptive to hearing some of the struggles and challenges that come with people booking trips like the park reservations or so I don't know. I don't know how we'll see that change like at all. But what what like what do you guys think is do you think that there is hope for the parks immediate like soon? I don't see anything soon i because yeah. i mean i don't disney's not in the past they're pretty reluctant when it comes to change that's making them money right so i yeah. don't think i and i don't i mean i guess that sounds somewhat obvious but i mean disney's not going to change the guest reservation system i don't think just because you know uh, you know guests are frustrated by it i think disney sees that as a need and i think disney you know probably I'm sure that the team under Bob Iger had discussed plans of this before COVID happened. And then when COVID happened, you know, they were able to kind of implement it and expedite it. So I do think that there are some things that COVID exacerbated and made Disney pivot to mm-hmm. that they wanted to, but I'm not, I also don't know how much, how much influence Bob Iger really has. Like I'd like to say, Oh, Bob Iger is more magical than Bob Chapek, but you know, other than some of the bigger like I would say Disney plus and like, you know, use Marvel and star Wars as an example. There's a lot of things that were kind of done under Bob Iger that really helped those enterprises. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I've seen enough in the parks to think that this will be some second coming of, you know, newfound, you know, cheaper park experience that gives us, <laughs> you know, yeah. that gives us back to back to, you know, extra morning hours for everybody. And, you know, well, like, because I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but it's just, it just, that, it t- wasn't that the job that Bob Chapek had, right? He had Josh tomorrow's role. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was parks, parks and experiences and product. Right. So you wonder like, so where, but, but was the influence and the focus, like what comes from Bob, like what was coming from Bob Iger? Right. I wonder, so what I'm wondering is, do they, maybe we don't see a price change or we don't see things like the Magical Express come back, but will they somehow make 
the guest experience or the focus on guests kind of come back and maybe make it a little bit more worthwhile, like yeah. try somehow bring more value to it. I, I don't do, know. I do feel like so um, in in the initial sort of press release, it talked about Bob Iger coming back for a two year period to set the strategic priorities of the company. And I think that's like, um, it is very high level. It's not very specific decision-making. He may still do specific decision-making, but I think he's coming in to sort of reset the culture and, and what the focus is, should be on. So where, what does Disney want to be as a company in all areas? They want to be family friendly. They want to, be um, well i think the storytelling storytellers yeah bob chapek is not (laughs) like what do you think his favorite disney movie is Um, oh uh, probably 101 dalmatians he probably loved gorilla (laughs) no i think i bet behind closed doors he'd tell people oh my favorite disney movie is shrek yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly right yeah i just i mean honestly i mean you know, we focus on the parks more than we focus on the other entities at Disney yeah. simply because, you know, we're more familiar with them. But I think there's a ton of stuff that needed to happen at the parks in order and the, the resorts in general to just bring back consumer confidence, bring back. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think cast know, confidence maybe, is a big thing, too. Yeah. Like the cast well, members. No kidding. And, and there's been a lot of, you know, you know, check the news of, of the last, you know, six, eight months of, you know, Disney World employees, and I mean, there's a ton of stories out there of, you know, you've got the, you know, the Florida don't say gay bill, and yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of, and there's a lot of things that I would say during Bob Chapek's time, he didn't really, he didn't give cast member confidence for sure. I think mm-hmm. that's safe to say, and I think that there's, you know, hopefully Bob Iger can can kind of give that back but yeah i mean he started off with having town halls with cast members bob Iger did just to kind of try to answer some questions from that they would have had and and he talked about that uh cast morale is a big uh a big focus that he wants to to work on and that's probably very true and and very necessary because you know if you have a workforce who are all uh, feeling downtrodden and overextended and, and they don't really believe in the direction of the company, then you're not going to have a great guest experience. Well, also people like we, it's well known that especially in the parks, people are not making a lot of money. Like right. the pay is not the greatest, but in Florida, but we also California is okay. But we also know that that's not the main, that's not the only reason people stay in jobs. Yeah. Right. Especially like, like people are not doing the college program because they're going to make a ton of money. Yeah. They're going because they love the company or, uh, and this is not to say everybody who's working in the parks, this is how they feel, but a lot of people do it because they, they love the parks. They love Disney. They loved Walt Disney or just like, they're also fans, right? So if you're taking away that kind of culture and beating that down, like, then you're taking away a lot of the reason for people to be there. And then if those people are still there, like that's obviously going to come through in the guest experience. Yeah. Well, and I also think on top of that, the guest experience is drastically correlated to the cost in which those guests are spending. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, so if I'm spending 
you know, $10,000 on a trip that used to cost me $7,500. Yeah. And I'm now having a less magical trip because there's less cast. There's, you know, less rides are open or rides are broken down or no dining et cetera, plan, et cetera, et cetera, no dining plan. <laughs> no. I, yeah, exactly. I'm paying as much as I did before and I'm not getting free yeah. meals, right. Or I'm not getting meals included. I think that, you know, as a cast member, what a difficult line to tiptoe because you have to give amazing customer service and you've got a, you probably have more angry guests than you've ever had before. Mm -hmm. Now the pandemic also plays into this. I think we'd all agree that some people are just angry now because (laughs) they're just angry. It's not their favorite way ever. So, you know, you've got that population and then you've got people who paid so much money and it's supposed to be their magical trip. And you've got cast members who are making $14 an hour. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, so I do think it's a very fine line for Bob Iker to to tiptoe. And I, (laughs) And I, and I certainly trust him more than I trust Bob Chapek, but I do wonder, I mean, I, I hope they give us more. I hope yeah. they say, hey, like, you know, I, I, I'm surprised, you know, uh, every once in a while, Lauren and Ryan and I will, you know, have a, a Facebook thread on whatever, right? And and lately it's been, oh, Disney's raises prices again. Yeah. And Disney's raises prices again. You know, raising your prices twice in the same year when, you know, inflation is incredibly high and i'm not saying that that's not to impact disney it obviously does but it also impacts every single guest that walks in your building yeah or you know and i think that you know some of those decisions are a bit tone deaf on disney and you know i'd like to see some of that stuff you know maybe you know even come out and say hey we're doing a whole freeze for next year disney's not losing money if they froze the cost of trips for three years in a row even yeah and you know i I just to me i'd like to see that i'd like to see a little bit more uh you know i'd like to see like you know some of the like let's say the princess tiana for example which you know they came out with more art artwork this week of what it looks like i want to see that started i want to see you you know and i want to see you expedite some stuff and which i mean just get that it it is like that was that was a big shocker what yesterday or the day before when it was yeah. announced that Splash Mountain has a closing date and, in Florida and yeah. January twenty uh, third January twenty third and Tiana's Bayou Adventure is like is gonna be worked on at that point and you know in the entirety of Bob Chapek's time we never got a sense of it just felt like it was on the back burner and, and not that I'm expecting that, you know, Bob Iger came in and, uh, and said, okay, we need to, uh, we need to do this now, but it was interesting. But maybe he put the power back into the hands of people who could, right? Like you've kind of hear about like maybe some of the power was removed from people or it had to go through more channels. Like, I don't know. That's speculation, but I one of the things that I, I wanted to mention though is um so I've seen a number of comments that have like sort of come out from Bob Iger about um about his feelings towards what has gone on and and I think uh you know Dis- Disney will never admit to it but there certainly was a lot of tension between the two bobs um you know I don't think Bob Iger really um had a ton of trust in in Chapek as his mm-hmm. successor, but that there was likely nobody else to well, think, uh, to think of. I think he knew that it sounded like they valued very different things, right? Yeah, like for sure. there's that quote he has of sort of words of warning to people on the board or something like as he was leaving, like don't you can't just rely on the data. Yeah, the data doesn't like 
give you the whole picture or it really takes like the human element out of things. And so I think that was sort of speaking to probably Bob Chapek as a numbers kind of guy. Right. And, and, and that's true because one of the comments that Bob Iger has made recently was that he thought that, um, the ticket prices were too high for, for the parks. Now that means absolutely nothing unless something is going to be done about it. (laughs) Um, so, so I think it's one thing for people to be like, Oh good. Bob agrees with us that, you know, the price is too high. Well, I can tell you now the price is not going down at all. It, it, even if Bob really wanted to, I, I just don't think that would happen. Um, but what we might seem start to see is what Ryan was talking about. It's like, will you get that value for it uh, coming back up to meet the level of, yeah. of the cost that um, that it is for your trip? Because, you know, prices went up and up and up and overall services got cut back, cut back, cut back um, to the point where there seems to be an imbalance between the value of 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 Disney and, and that, um, you know, Chapek and, and the organization wanted to uh, they charged what they charged because they knew they could not because they felt that it was reflective of what they were offering. Um, but I'm hoping and, <laughs> and hope is a word we're going to be using a lot with Bob Iger around uh, is that the the value of of what you're getting, the experience that you're having starts to match what the dollar figure is because i don't think the dollar figure is coming down unless there's like a massive recession globally and and disney's like hurting but that's not going to happen so or at least the disney hurting part is not going to happen yeah i don't think yeah i i mean i think i i i felt really like i guess just not being there as often like throughout covid and having trips canceled but i I will say I felt like a little bit more maybe disenchanted. Like there were just times where with Disney, you were just disappointed, right? Like it felt like a there's lot just, of disappointment. There's and a so, ton of threads that are like, is the magic gone? Is the magic gone? And there are lots of people who were like, no, like I still had a really yeah, great I didn't magical fe- time. I didn't feel like that when I was there. Yeah. I had a great time, but it was more like the decisions. I just didn't feel like we're coming from the same company right or it wasn't the same company that that it didn't feel like the same company as before and so I do feel like this is it was a nice little boost to maybe just see like well maybe things will sort of be headed back like maybe the Disney details and magic (laughs) like I think just letting creative people make ultimate decisions on things would be a giant win in my book (laughs) (laughs) which it sounds like is kind of Bob Iger's MO uh, is that he, he prefers that decisions are made by creative people um, because then they're going to have storytelling in mind. They're going to have the guest experience in mind when they choose to do things. Do you think Joe Rody will come back next? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and fix the Yeti. I don't know. So, but uh, anyway, you know, oh, Joe Rody would be great. I will, I will say, um, you know, we've, I, I won't speak for you two, but I have been bashing a bit of the Disney cost. And so I, oh, as yeah. we're talking, I do want to uh, highlight 
um, for a week trip in January of 2023 for a family of four. So next month. This next month. This includes a a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old, which coincidentally is my family. And, um, you know, staying at the All-Star Music, I believe, um, which again is value. But it would be $3,300 with a five-day ticket, which isn't for how many how many nights seven nights so yeah but uh, i mean american sure sure oh sure sure right yeah yeah yeah. but but, But no i i know but but i know and i would say like uh, you know it's you know the definitely all-stars are are the lowest tier but my point being is 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 it's not and january is the lowest season so that price is going to be the lowest you get all year there's no way maybe end of august beginning of september you'll see a little bit lower but that's um you know, and, and again, it also probably speaks to the view in which I look at this when I think about, you know, we're constantly looking at pricing and that pricing looks good to me. It's because after a while, uh, yeah. Disney, you know, pricing looks like what Disney <laughs> yeah. pricing looks like. And you're just kind of yep. like, well, yeah. you're numb to it. It is yeah. what um, it is. It is what it is. So so do keep that in mind. I do hope that there is some magic that comes back. But here's something that I find really interesting. And I would love to hear what your perspective is. When we think about you know, some new things or some things that we want to see implemented by Bob Iger come back. What do you think the likelihood is or, or how long until Disney stores come back to Canada? Oof. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> you know, because, cause, cause it, to me, it's, I, I still can't, I mean, you know, maybe there's some financial person on here who can tell me about EBITDA and all that good stuff and can tell me why the Canadian stores weren't making any money. But, there are definitely parts of Disney that doesn't make as much money as others and they keep it open because it, whatever yeah. it, it works for other stuff. I am shocked that it didn't make enough money for them to think it made sense. Yeah. Or even to figure out a way, like, like how they put them in target stores. I right? was going to say up here, uh, I could see them coming back and being a part of every Bay store across the country right like uh oh, like it, good, yeah good, some right. i don't yeah. think they'll come back in the same way or like honestly even give me free shipping if i spend like two hundred dollars oh uh, I mean, absolutely. Gotta, it <laughs> absolutely cannot it cannot cost them that much to have a canadian warehouse in like oh, no mississauga kidding. and and ship everything from within canada so it's not getting dinged at the border every single yeah, time like it's just i i I feel like even just making things easier to buy online. Like and I don't even I don't, care like, if you called it Shop Disney Canada and we got slightly different yeah. stuff. <laughs> like yeah. it's different access. Well, and when I think of it, it's funny because I was thinking about um, like there are certain malls in and around Ontario, especially that have, you know, different, you know, Lego stores as yeah. we kind of briefly talked yeah. about. And if Lego can make it work, you can't tell me that Disney can't figure this out. Yeah. Like you could easily have you know, some flagship stores. Like, again, it doesn't have to be one in London. There's to be one in St. Windsor yeah. or, or wherever. But there could be, like, you know, two in Toronto, one in Montreal. I, and to me, the reason why I bring this up is because there's a lots of families who don't get to go to Disney. And going yeah. to the store was, like, a little snippet of that magic. And just, you know, the kids lighting up. And I'm, I'm just shocked for their own uh, foresight that yeah. they didn't say, you know what, we should, you know keep a few open or or yeah and maybe you're right maybe it turns into a a you know a cross promotion with the bay or goodness i don't know i was gonna say Canadian tire like, <laughs> but yeah tire's got enough play. stuff going on in yeah, there they, they got stuff going on, yeah um 
so yeah I, but i mean to me that's that's something that i would like to see yeah disney figure out because it's not like uh and i was trying to think of another country to to like say we're not like but that's not fair because <laughs> i'm not trying to say that we're better than but we're literally you know i'm two hours away from the american border yeah and they can get you know products shipped to them and um so anyways yeah i do find that fascinating and I, i'd like to know what what their plan is for that and Maybe Bob Iger has uh, something up his sleeve, or his team. I should also yes, admit yeah. The Bob Iger it's not going to be a, a, a one man show. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of effort, you know, a lot of information we're giving to Bob Iger, but it's not just him. It's obviously yeah. the board and all that good stuff. Um, so because we're heading into the holiday season, um, I figured maybe now would be a good a chance, a good a chance as any, to ask, what do you want for Christmas from Bob Iger? Um, what would you like to see him focus on? Or is there one thing that you'd like to see uh, come back or or something new? Um, yeah. Hmm. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have a problem uh, starting. I, I don't need it to be called the Magical Express. <laughs> but there has to be some sort of tie-in with Disney. Um for for airport transportation because like totally i can agree. i can book a universal trip that includes i'll uh, even travel pay for it I'll and pay i'll what pay Mears for it is, exactly like i mean it was it was so good when it was a perk and free right like ideally yeah. but i'm being realistic here but there's like <laughs> so there's a cost so disney's magical express still happens when you are going to disney cruise line right like yeah, you, can you have pay, to pay. You yeah, pay for the cruise line bus to take you to the port. It's an option. I don't see why we went from, uh, okay, it's Magical Express. We went from that to nothing versus, oh, uh, unfortunately, the costs have just skyrocketed. We can't afford to to offer it for free. Now it has a $25 charge. I wonder if it had something, something to do like with that. like those buses weren't theirs. So, well, I, I do think that there were problems with the negotiations yeah. between mirrors and I'm assuming JPEG. Uh, yeah. Who knows? But, um, but there's just like, there's something about um, Disney starting the experience from the airport yeah. that is so, uh, so vastly superior to just like any other vacation. Um, <laughs> and, and like, yeah, it would be nice if there was like luggage pickup and, and that sort of thing. I could even handle that, but, but just having Disney be a part of the transportation and offer it as a part of a package, I think it has to come back if you want, um, those families that are like, I, I don't want to think, I don't want to have to think about it. I don't want to have to and there's like book a brand an Uber there, and, right? and do, and do a lift or, um, you know, the other options that we've talked about in the past, um, the, the steamer, yeah. <laughs> the sunshine flyer, um, it, there are options out there or mirrors transportation, but, but I think Disney has to get back into that game. And I would really hope that that's something that's that's what i would want for christmas for well Bob Iger. i wonder this is me using my not noodle i wonder if there is 
the reason why they got rid of the, the transportation is because they want to operate from Disney Springs using the train whenever it gets up and running. Now I know it's it's not it's not coming in the next day or two, but I do wonder now that I think about it, I wonder if there is infrastructure that they want to use that's better in place there versus the airport. And I'm not sure what the answer is. But I know that that remember that was always the rumor is mm. that well they're going to be a train that goes to Disney Springs and that sounds terrible to people wheeling their luggage and going throughout Disney Springs to to the bus stop. But I do wonder if Disney has a greater plan or a greater vision. I'm not saying they do, but I wonder if there's something there. I would I would hope so. Do either of you have something that you want from from well, Bob Iger for Christmas? Yeah, you go, Ryan. Oh man. Uh, okay. So I kind of had two, um, but they're so one is crazy out there. Um, that's what we're here I, for. It's true. I, I'm in awe of universal continuing to, to move forward with Epic universe. Mm. And the fact that, and I know we talk about this all the time. They are kind of like the Pepsi, coke (laughs) in this whole game and so they can kind of be a bit of disturbers and can kind of do their own thing however i am i'm i'm interested to to see disney do something bigger in the resort area don't give me another hotel because i don't care um but something bigger in the parks give me maybe it's expand showcase we'll Mm. showcase an epcot and give me some more um, pavilions, maybe it's a new land you know, in Hollywood studios or something. Well, goodness me. Hollywood studios is too busy. So small. It's too busy for, for yeah, the, and to think the, it was already expanded, like not even five years. Yeah. Yeah. I, but there, I do wonder, and you mentioned it regarding inflation and does Disney have, um, you know, if the economy hurts everybody, including Disney, will Disney, you know, slash prices or whatever. What I would like to see is Disney do something that allows, like, do a Canadian deal, do Canadian yeah. pricing, do something at par. And I know that Disney doesn't have to because, goodness me, we're small potatoes compared to the 360 Americans or 360 million Americans. But what I'd also say is, is the dining plan. Yeah. I'm shocked that we still don't see it. I do wonder, and this was where I bring it back to the inflation, I do wonder if Disney has already thought about when they unveil it and if they unveil it with some promotion as in like free dining when the economy gets to the point where they can say, hey, look, we've raised the bar of our costs for so high that we can offer free dining now for whatever. And, you know, we still end up making a deal or, you know, you get the free quick service plan and everybody upgrades. So I, I, I am... Man, I'm over. I don't even know what the word. I, I, I'm just shocked and awed that we do not have a Disney dining plan when it was so successful. And yeah. we're talking like we're going on three years now. Um, I find that uh, crazy. Yeah. Well, I think you snuck three in there. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm good like that. I'm good like that. I you do. Just, I do yeah. agree with the, like with the parks uh, with Epic Universe at Universal. Uh, the score now reads six to four for Disney, but with Universal having the two most recent park editions, right? Because both oh, Volcano, Volcano Bay, Bay yeah. and Epic Universe are two parks that 
didn't exist. And the last park that Disney opened was something. Animal Kingdom? Yeah, I'm trying to, I don't know whether it was that or which um, when the water parks uh, were done. But Blizzard Beach is the more, more recent of the water parks. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Yeah, we, I have to double check that. Um, but all that to say is that uh, Universal's creeping up and and the crowds are going there. So I, I agree with Ryan that like Disney needs to offer something. I don't think a fifth park is going to happen, but um, but some sort of massive expansion on one of the existing parks would not go not go amiss. Well, I well, I'm going to sneak in and say I want I want the Skyliner expanded. Ooh, oh, right? Right, like I'm just give me canceled. another. <laughs> and I know that's not that's not like a, here's something that we had or here's something I want to see, but like. I I mean we're we all just I can we get through a podcast without talking about how much we love it? Oh, Probably not. We love it, it actually, you know, we should talk about like the best things that Disney has done in the last like decade or yeah. something. Though, spoiler alert, the winner would be Skyline. <laughs> it is it, and what's crazy is it's Maybe we can so work backwards. We can start with our number one, which <laughs> yeah. we know, and then we'll like you know, go the other way. Uh, but it is it is really interesting when you think about how long it took, though. Even if, you know, Skyliner was starting to build today, where would it go and how long would it take? Right? Like, I think yeah. I had always heard I want to go to Disney Springs. It was told to go to mm. Animal Kingdom. That was where it was going to go next. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's kind of out there. Right. It's, yeah, with, with Pop Century and Art Animation, mm-hmm. that you could do that. But, uh, yeah, I think okay, my, I changed mine. My only worry is that once you add a second hub... It will, everyone will get confused. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, I thought, where's the Skyliner to Animal Kingdom? But honestly, be like, oh no, you've got to go to the other hub. Honestly, just give then... it to me from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom. Like, I yeah. would be happy for a while, even just with that. Like, I know it's so close, but like. Oh, you should just, it just build it over the Savannah. Oh, oh. yeah. So perfect. I could like Skyliner over right? the animals. That would be fun. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I'll take it any kind of expansion or, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, it would just be fun. So that I would love. And there's part of me that is nostalgic for the times that Ryan and I went and it made sense for us to have a, an annual pass. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love to see, it doesn't make sense for us right now No. <laughs> or financial sense, but I would love to see those just regular sales come back and like, don't take things away from it like they've they've upped the price and then they got rid of like memory maker used to be included now -hmm. you have to pay additionally for it yeah um and uh i have friends who have said like they've often received um surveys sort of saying like if you had to have just one of these perks like free parking or merchandise percentage off like which one would you want so like just don't you know, just give me both. Just, just <laughs> I give need the both. perks and like, yeah. So that's what I would like yeah. to see. And I mean, gosh, our list is, is quite long now. It's kind of rolling <laughs> off the table. But that's I guess true. if I was going to just jump on that and, and maybe mine were too pie in the sky, but in the light that Lauren just mentioned, honestly, give me free resort parking. Oh, uh, yeah. That was like the first right? change that I was really, yeah. uh, or honestly, that really hit like me. if you do one more price increase just just add it in there and be done with it yeah 
right. and, and or don't, it, don't make me pay on top of it. Just charge everybody right. for well, it secretly. And it's the dumbest thing in the world. I get free parking at the parks yeah. if I'm a resort guest, but I can't park at the resort for free. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and the other thing I would say is get rid of Genie Plus. Like, that's fine. If you want to do Lightning Lane yeah. and you want to do your two massive rides, get cool. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I, I can get behind that. But you know what? Don't don't make me spend 60 bucks a day to fart around on my phone <laughs> to, like, figure out the best way to get to A yeah. to B to, no. uh, get to the, yeah. Thanksgiving weekend in the States, it was $29 a person. Yeah. yeah. So, Oof. like, your, your 60 bucks then is... <laughs> Is yeah, not... $116 for a family of four, that's stupid. In the busiest time and, when you're right. still going to be fighting for and selections. I'm, I'm assuming it still had the byline saying, like, expect just expect two, two to two, two, two rides. Maybe three if you're maybe lucky. Three. So and One of them has to be the barnstormer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's... Uh, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to sort of see if we can, it, like, how if we can see any of these things sort of change or. or I think, how, just but I'm seeing, a little more optimistic. That's honestly. the thing is, I think I, just seeing the culture shift a little bit will give me hope for the future. Um, obviously, it's it's something that we want to uh, see, and uh, you know, the markets responded very quickly uh, to to support Bob Iger. So, um, so no surprises there. I think even though he said he was only here for two years to kind of set strategic priorities, uh, unless he can get a succession plan going, you know, he well, might that's stick what I read. They're also he's also there to to figure out proper succession planning, which is like getting the the next right person in as CEO, yeah, um, and figuring that out. So just let them be a Disney person. Get a lady in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you know, I I don't know. Get a fairy princess in there. Get a... <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, but That's... we just we just wanted to sort of weigh in and get our thoughts out there. I have to talk gossip every once in a while, and uh, uh, and the news of the day. Yeah. But yeah, certainly for for us, we we have hope um, that. That things will start to look a little different. Um, oh, in a here's good way. another one. I've got another one. Sorry, <laughs> this one you'll love. This longer park hours, right? Okay. Like, remember, remember what? Not there's no way I can make it this late. But like, remember when it used to be open till like midnight, one. And then extra Magic, magic hours were from midnight to uh, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but yeah. still, I I could do, I could I could do a little bit, uh, maybe. Um, anyway, I would and like honestly, that option. Spread also, it out. Spread those people out. If you have way more people coming, yeah, give them more time to be. Give in the, the park. childless millennials the the late nights, oh, and then <laughs> those were the best years of my life. They were great. <laughs> Spent at the Disney parks. Honestly, <laughs> I can say that now. We haven't had our family trip yet, so like once those, then I can you know then I can say yeah. But I also remember what you were like at two o'clock in the morning at Magic Kingdom. I don't think anyone can blame me all i was no. like was that i was falling asleep tired. standing up yeah so. exactly not everybody can make ryan it. had to run over to seven dwarfs mind train which hadn't opened yet to see if he could somehow i don't know talk to somebody and get, <laughs> get on there or something it was our last day in and i was left over by um like Tomorrowland terrace just like trying to prop myself up to like <laughs> stay awake <laughs> Anyway. It was an epic night. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I want the option to be publicly tired like that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's probably a good place to leave it for for us. Um, we're we're talking about what we want for Christmas from Bob Iger, but obviously it won't happen that quickly. Um, I would say within the next six months to a year, getting those kinds of announcements, and we already saw one where you know we had a concrete date for uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure the the process starting and it wasn't just some off in the distance uh thing so um yeah we'd like to hear from you what are your things that you really want to see uh either change or the directions that you'd like to see things go in um head to our facebook and instagram page and and let us know but uh but that's it we want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren, and Ryan, we're the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Mm-hmm.